Okay, so welcome back, Untranslated Islam, where we find texts from Arabic, translated into English, get great benefit together. I was going, just for my own benefit, reading through some things, and I stumbled upon something that had to do with anxiety and depression. And I was just, I was moved by the whole spill. And so I said, you know what? I want to share this because if it benefited me, then it may benefit others. It benefited me specifically because this is the field that I worked in for about a good 10, maybe close to 15 years, probably more than that. Now that I think about it, the issue of counseling and um, community service and helping people deal with and get through the different depressions, anxieties, things in their life. And we would come in as social workers and try to help correct those things in their life that's causing it. Um, and I had both males and females as clients. With the females, it actually was way easier because the whole system is set up to assist females. But with males, it was difficult because literally the opposite. The whole system is set to be hard or, or to come down hard upon males who are going through a difficult time. And as of course, this is the Western society. And I remembered someone saying before that it's the Pharaonic society or a Pharaohic society referring to the way that Pharaoh used to do where he would, uh, he used to make them feel weak and oppressed by killing off the males and then making the females work in his service. And so if you if you pay attention in Western societies, and most of the society or so much of society, this is what happens. The women get all those benefits and things to get them up and rolling. And we love that. But it's like as if it was purposeful that the men have nothing there unless they go out and just figure out how to grind. Like they don't get the same support, the same opportunities to get into pro programs. And I'm telling you because I used to work in that field unless things have changed in the past 10 or 15 years. They didn't have the opportunities to work and to, 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 to go to school and get education and to get, you know, like with the woman, they would I would be able to get them, uh, of course, welfare and then get extra money. And then they would be able to get into programs and then they would actually pay for them to get cars. I know these are my clients. They would actually pay for them to get a car so they could go back and forth to their programs. They would give them stipends so that they can eat or survive for lunch and things like that, going back and forth, and gas. So they would give them all these things. And so the woman would be motivated to go out there and get what they're doing. When I brought them in, they didn't get any of that. So my whole point is, is that this was something that was dear to me because back then we were trying to start with the solutions from outward. And this year he's coming from the point of starting inward and realizing a few points so that it would help deal with the anxieties that we're dealing with. It starts with the heart. And I thought that it was something that was very, it was impressive to me. So I wanted to share it. All right. So the sheikh, of course, like you guys know that usually I'm coming from certain people that, that are of high regard and a lot of them have passed away in a very high regard. And so, like I said, Sheikh, sheikh Munajid just passed away on August 8th. And so um, of this year, Allah Yarhamu, and he left, uh, he to me is something that's close to what his teacher, Sheikh Uthameen left, close to where Imam Saadi left, the, the teacher before him. And so I think that a lot of people have slept on the benefit, that people in the English world, the Arab world love him, but people in the English world, I think they slept on him. And so I want to start translating some of his things because it was, he was a contemporary scholar. And so he dealt with a lot of the issues that we're dealing with. He would address them. Okay. So um, uh, he says, starting out, he just made a very clear point. And this is a point that I read from Ibn Al-Qayyim, actually, before. Where he says, 
uh, that that all of this anxiety that comes from people trying to figure out how to make a living and all the things that's happening from the earth from people having hung being hungry and not having enough to survive that all of underseas from the gate just understand all of this is upon us as men as mankind because of our sins as a race or as a species okay it doesn't mean you as an individual but it means as a species we're not doing that which he laid down that which he legislated in order to keep everything pleasing and good and we know that because during the times that they've done that everything was good and we know that because when jesus returns jesus is going to return and he's going to lay down the same laws and legislations that every other prophet said was told to lay down. And when he lays those things down, it's going to be peace, peace and security for, I believe, seven years. I believe I can't remember. But however long it's going to be a peace and security, and it's going to be blessing on the, the fruits and on the vegetation, on everything. The likes of what we haven't seen since Allahu Akbar. So the whole point is, is that when we lay down and the legislation and when we do what he says, then we're okay. As he said, and uh and uh He says, Would not the one who created you know best what's for would know what's best for you? And he is the knower of all the subtleties. He's the most well-informed and the knower of all the subtleties of what we need. But we come up with our ideas of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and Mishad of A. And before you know it, we get ourselves in jams because we're not following the formula. Okay. So he said that all of this difficulty that people go through is the solution is not depopulation. Okay. This daggone, what's this dude's name? This, uh, Bill Gates and all these population depopulationists that try to figure out ways to either make less people in the earth or to put all kinds of chemicals and mess into a lost creation in order to spread throughout the earth and people getting cancer and mess from this. It's not the solution. The solution is returning back to that which is pleasing to Allah. All right. So he says, And also, the droughts and the, the lack of rain, all of this stuff comes from us. Allah Jalla says, He says, all the corruption and troubles in in the sea and in the land. If you guys, I'm sure you've seen National Geographic. You've seen uh, the Sir uh, Sir Attenborough. Is Sir Attenborough, I think his name. That's my man since we was young. I mean, like he's been doing this since I was a little baby and he's still doing it now. Where he goes to the earth and he shows you. And since he's been doing it for so long, he shows you these different things. Go on looking up. Go look up Sir Attenborough's, his, his recent documentaries where he goes to the places that he went through when we were babies 40 years ago and all the richness that used to be there and he shows you now in the ocean how dead it is and how messed up it is and he show you the different forests that he used to go through and how they're mowed, mowed down and how they're terrible looking and all of this because of us global uh, global warming because of us climate change because of us there's a reason why Allah Jalla Ala, as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, he said he's going to be when the, each he, when we go to each prophet or messenger to intercede for us, what are they going to say? They're going to say nefsi nefsi, myself myself, and they're going to say why? They're going to say because Allah is more angry on this day than He ever has been, 
and it ain't ever going to be because of what we are doing, what we did and are doing that just goes against everything that he laid down. Okay, so we have to think about this because change starts from within yourself and then your family and then your relatives and then your community. And then you see what I'm saying? Everyone, each one, teach one. It starts with ourselves to get this correct. And it sounds corny sometimes, but it's real because everything that we're going through is because we don't do it. All right. So he says, and uh, he says, so it comes from different ways. Sometimes it comes from our own sins. All right. And sometimes it comes from us uh, being uh, oppressing one uh, another. Or people coming and conquering each other and then not doing what's right. Look at how it was when the Muslims would go and take a land. Look at how it was when the Muslims opened up Philistine. They gave the keys to Umar. They said, we, we, we know what y'all do. There's no problem. Just have Umar ibn Khattab himself come and get the keys. We waiting for him. Oh, that's the way that it's written that happened, that it happened. They gave it to him. Why? Because they, it was known when Muslims come in to a land, we come into the land and we make it, keep it the same as it was as far as where it was, the status that it was, or we make it better. We don't come in and do uh, uh, like Allah said that the people do uh, that that on the on the tongue of Sheba of, of the Queen of Sheba, Bilqis. And he does He said, verily, when people go into a land, they corrupt the land, and the people who are at the top, they make sure that they debase them and put them at the lowest. Allah responds, responds and say to affirm that what, what Bill Keith said was right. This is the people who corrupt lands. These conquerors, you know, for those who may listen to this recently, within the past year, the queen just died, the queen of England. And when she died, the, the whole thing came back up again about all these places that not she, because she just got in and she was just a placeholder, basically. But all those places that they've conquered, all those places that they colonized and the problems that they had until they were able to get from under that colonization and stand up on their own two feet. So the whole point is, is that we oppress each other as, as a species, either because we wrong and oppress each other or because of the fact that we conquer and oppress each other or colonize and oppress each other. And all of this is what causes these types of hunger and causes war, causes hunger, war causes displacement, refugees, colonization causes problems because the people that's coming in ain't going to care for the people that's there like those people care for themselves. They're going to come in in order to put a flag in for their government. So the whole point is, is that all these different things is how we oppress each other. And this is what the Sheikh is referring to as far as a species. But what can we do as individuals is the things we want to talk about. All right. Um, so he says, He says, and because if we didn't do that, then Allah has promised. And guys, listen, we know different ayat and different things, and we don't think about them. This is the information age. We got enough information, and all we got to do is tap a button and we can get a hundred times more. But do we contemplate them? Everybody knows the ayat of why we are here. But they think it's so corny 
that they don't stop and pay attention to what Allah says in it and in the two ayahs after it. He says, Everybody just stops there and say, Yeah, I knew that ayat already. It's just to Tawheed. Uh, he said, I didn't create mankind, uh, 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 except to, a jinn and man except to worship me. What does he say right afterward? Listen to what he said. He says, Allah saying directly to us, I don't want from any of my creation any type of provisions. And I don't need them to feed me. I'm not in need of you. I'm not like some king or something that when you, when I conquer you, then it's like, oh, hell the king. And it makes me feel better. What I call, like Ibn Al-Qayyim say, he said, everything in all of man call you to their agenda. Allah is the only one that calls you to your agenda. He's calling you to be better and to get all that he has for you. But the point is that I right after. In Allah, verily, Allah, he is a razaq He is the one who gives provision to all. So you don't have to worry about provision. All you got to worry about is doing right by him. And he'll give you the provision you're going to need. Everybody, even the kufar gets it. He says, Hatta in Surah Al-A'raq. He said, about the people who do wrong. He said, al-kitab." He says, even the ones who's doing wrong, even them, they're going to get what they got written for them of risk and provisions and stuff for the period of time they're going to be here, whether it's for them or against them. So it's here. It's just about us doing right for it, for, for, with it, because Allah says, and I swear by the one who my soul is in his hands. Verily, mankind doesn't wrong the people in any speck of a way. But mankind wrongs as a species, wrongs themselves. As a species, they wrong themselves. So, like, it's like, I'm sorry, with this, this type of stuff is just like, it's touching to me because we go through so much as communities, as society, and as a species, that if we just did the right thing, it would cease. The problems would cease if we just let a lost vegetation grow. I'm going through the through the through the the the, the marketplaces yesterday and the day before, and then once again I see all of this daggone chemicaled up, just look like mutated, look like somebody took the steroids from the people at the gym and just shot it into all of the seeds, all of the the the, the, the farmlands, and said, "Okay, there you go, there you go." This stuff kills. All you gotta do is do right. Just take care of the land right. Let the stuff grow right. And then people support that organic food. And the people before, they used to rush to that stuff. They're like, oh, this is the bit. Now people starting to know. So when they got that big, ugly uh, mess, people leave it. And it's just sitting there because they know that it's not good for them. My whole point is Allah laid down a formula, foundations. All you got to do is do them. But when we try to go around and go away, Allah says about the, the, the about shaitan. He says, and I'm going to command them and they're going to change the very nature of the creation of Allah. 
whether it's those fruits and vegetables, whether it's the animals that they stick in all the steroids in, it's a, when you eat it, its structure become your structure. Or now these jokers are sticking the steroids straight in them. And they think they're doing something, going to the gym. We go to the gym and these jokers right before the gym, they got a steroid uh, steroid party. Everybody's going in, in, in the locker room and they stick the steroids in each other's backsides. Huh, you do mine now. Huh, I do yours. Huh, now let's go work out. Like, come on. So my point is, is like, return back to the nature of Allah. Return back to the to the nature that Allah created us upon. What we're supposed to do, we're supposed to be the Khalifa and the art. Part of that was supposed to be that we're supposed to be taking care of responsibility to the earth. And as Ibn al-Sheikh what they mean said, it doesn't mean Khalifa, because Khalifa usually means like in place of the one who left. Allah doesn't leave. But it means that we lay down that which Allah has commanded. He put it down. And then he steps back to And he steps back and, and, and see what you're going to do with it. And he gave us limited power of free will. We do right, we get right. We do wrong, that's the reason why he's going to be the angriest Yom Al-Qiyamah. I mean, I ain't planning on saying nothing I just said. But I hope that is of benefit because that's the reason why I'm reading this to you. Because these things that he's about to mention are things that we bring on ourselves. He says, so, uh, all of the situations that we're dealing with, he says, He says, all what's in the earth is enough for us and then extra. He said, He said, I swear by the Lord that there is no God but him. That I'm saying this at a time when many people are dealing with depression and anxiety throughout the world, okay? Because uh, they don't have enough to take care of themselves and their families. And when the opportunities start to lessen in order to, to as far as the, the, the provisions, the, 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 the employment starts to decrease. We, we don't have enough employment opportunities he's referring to. Uh, and the people who got who have jobs, they start to have to lay people off. We just saw all of this through the coronavirus. People got to start laying people off because they don't have the provision. And where coronavirus come from? We ain't going to even talk about that. But the things we do, the things that we experiment with that we're not supposed to, we plan, come on, we don't have enough cautionary tales from Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, from Frankenstein, from all of this stuff. Why you don't play with Allah's nature? So Joker's playing with Allah's nature in the China, in lab in China that's being funded by America. And the people that was in that lab and in that inst uh, institute said clearly they didn't have the proper precautions because they're trying to save money. So they're getting people who don't know how to deal with all of this properly. And they're in there not, pro not following pro protocol. And so something leaked out. The person that was in there said that. And they try to cover and hide it all up, cover and hide it all up. But we know that's what happened. That's the reason why they're dragging uh, Fauci through the court system now. Because despite how much good he did afterward, he had a part in that. So my whole point is, is that scientists, they don't respect the laws of the law. And they play these games and they say they do it for the sake of trying to cure this and do this and do that. But be careful playing just like all these daggone clones and stuff that they were making and they trying to hide but they were making clones how you making a clone of a lamb or a clone of a goat a clone of an animal how are you doing that 
And the whole goal is to start making clones of humans so that if someone human that's rich enough can have a clone made of them. So if something goes bad on their body, they can replace it. Like, what do you do? You understand the nature that you're playing with? So we got all of this and still people play with nature. Still people play with Allah's creation and then wonder why the whole society, the whole world gets bit by it. And that's going to be a lot to answer for you, Mokim. I feel sorry for the people I got to answer for this last one. So anyway, he says, as a result, less jobs, people getting laid off, decrease in salaries, anxiety. He says, so now this anxiety is starting to grip everybody. And especially those people who need to, need to take care of their families, who need to take care of their children, and those people who are responsible for things other than that, and, and the people who have to pay out for people uh, or situations, and now they don't have enough to do that. And this person is just getting started, and he wants to get married, and he wants to find himself a place to stay. Now everybody's feeling it, like we said, because we wrong ourselves. Why am I saying all this so passionately? A person may look and say, well, what are we going to do about that? Who are we going It starts with you. It starts with you making sure things is right in your family. Are you dealing with something that got to do with interest? What riba? Because Allah says, Yamhaqullahu riba wa yurbisadakat. One of the biggest reasons why we have in this whole recession that we're having and we're going to a depression is because the whole world has been sleeping in a bed with shaitan playing around with usury and interest. Are you dealing with something on user interest? Oh, no, but I need that because I need to get my car. I'm sure that you've heard the different hadith about getting cars and houses, getting what 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 is enough for you in this dunya to get through because we're just like travelers. Why do you have to get the most expensive car? Why do you have to get the most expensive home? The Prophet saw him when they asked him, why didn't you build a home? And he said, I'm in this dunya for a small period of time is enough. Oh, oh, oh he, somebody asked, should I get up? Should I build a home or something? He said, you're in this dunya for a small period of time. Isn't it enough to just rent from someone? Just to let you know, like, you don't have to stress yourself out about this stuff. So you, well, what else would you do? Start with yourself. Look at your income. Look at, what you bringing in? What you providing your family or feeding your family with? Is it stuff that's coming from haram? Is it totally halal? Why are you saying that you can't do anything when you can start with yourself and your family and make sure you raise them to know even if you got look, look, I know people who are rich, rich, and they will tell you. I know a relative of mine from marriage. Mashallah, live well. And he said, he said, every week, and I do the same thing. I take my, and he brings these suits. He didn't got cars. Everything he gets is barely used, but it come from some rich people who had a hundred different suits, hundred different jackets, whatever. And so they start to just put the stuff out in these different markets on the weekend for people to just buy them up because they have too much stuff. He brings this stuff and he shows, he said, look at that. He's twenty dollars. The stuff costs, you look it up, it's $300, $500. Some stuff costs $1,000, $20, $30. Why? Because that man works in the community. He lives well. He has a very good job, but he takes his money back and puts it in the mess shit. He goes every month and he gives sadaqah. He goes during Ramadan. Every Ramadan, he's the one that sets up everything in order to pass out all of the all of the, uh, um, the zakat al-fitr to the people. He's the one that every weekend, he's in the weekend school making sure that he's teaching the people and making sure the people is learning. So Allah puts barakah on his risk. Every time he gets to risk, he gives out and keeps a small portion so he can start something for the Muslims. Allah puts barakah on his risk. 
So my whole point is getting back to what I'm saying. If you do right, you get right. Every car that he's had since I've known him. And I'm talking, he gets Volvos. And these Volvos, you know that the people who make them are the same people that make the engines for, for, for airplanes. They're, so they got the Volvos, they got the Benzes, they got the Audis like this. And every time their car is holding for so long, it's like, how is this car holding up this long? Because the law puts better on things. So he increases your risk different ways. He can increase it monetarily, like actually physically, or he can put better on what you have. And some people, we do both like this brother. Some people, we do both. So my whole point is taking the steps that you're supposed to take to make sure that you are a, 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 a beneficial addition to the society and not somebody else is just bringing it down because we won't be asked about it. All right. I'm going to continue on in the second sitting. And uh, we'll get into some of the points of benefit that the Sheikh says that we all need to have with us in order to have our Islamic mind frame correct as we live in as Muslims to make the society a better world. Until next time, this is your brother Ben Yusuf. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum.